0: Of my salvation. When you abide yeah. under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God most high. He's the hope that holds me, in the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly his massive arms are wrapped around you protecting you you can run under his covering of majesty and hide his arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm you will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you don't fear a thing whether by day or by night demonic danger trouble you nor will the powers of evil be launched against you even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands being killed you will remain unscathed and unharmed you will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment for they will be paid back for what they have done when we live our lives within the shadow of God most high our secret hiding place we will always be shielded from harm how then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us god sends angels with special orders to protect protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for. Every time you pray and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble, I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God most high. He's the hope that holds me in the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by day or by night, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we shadow
1: of god most high our... good evening everybody i want to welcome you to Victor christian fellowship and our wednesday night refreshing service i tell you what we serve a good faithful god lord we're just so thankful for your faithfulness for your steadfastness lord you don't change you are here Today, tomorrow, and you'll always be here, Lord. And we just put our faith in you. We put our trust in you, Lord, because you never let us down. And we are so thankful for your goodness upon us. And we bless you for your power and your awesomeness in this place tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship the Lord together.
2: Hallelujah,
1: Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Oh, there's just something about that name. There's life in that name. There's health in that name. There's strength in that name. There's anything that you need, it's in that name. His name can bring it to pass. His name can bring you through. This name can cause you to overcome. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Oh, we bless your holy name. Glory to your name, Lord Jesus. We give you thanks and praise and glory. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we thank you for the power that's in the name of Jesus. It makes demons tremble. It causes chains to be loosed and fall off. It opens prisons' doors.
2: It fills the
1: empty void. It makes broken things fixed. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Let's just say his name, Jesus. Oh, Jesus.
2: Jesus. Oh, there's no name like Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord.
1: Lord, we honor your name, and we give you thanks and praise that we can use your name. You, you delegated authority to us, and Lord, we thank you that you're here with us, and you speak to us. Hallelujah. The Lord God is in our midst. I am ready to save. I am ready to touch. For I love you. I draw you close to me. Drink from the fountain of life, that living water that flows from the throne of God. It'll refresh your soul and make you whole. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. Well, you may be seated. Hallelujah. How many are glad for Jesus? Amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. amen. All you need to know is that name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, we want to just thank every volunteer that helped us over this past weekend. The weekend was a great success. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, if you had, uh, were a part of it, you know that. And if you weren't, you can watch it online. And, uh, but we were just so blessed. Amen. 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 We're glad to be able to, uh, host things like this. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It's time to shake up the community. Yeah. Hallelujah. And you can, uh, if you desire to, you can give tonight anytime that you want to, anytime during the service. And um, if you're watching online, we just say welcome to you, and you can make an investment as well. You can go to our website and do it that way. And I'll tell you what, God is a giver, yeah. and he celebrates giving. Yeah, and he, he, he promises the reward. And so, Father, tonight I just pray that your blessing will abound toward every giver. And Lord, their gifts that they invest in your kingdom, Father, you, that you will receive them in heaven. And Lord, we give you thanks and praise for your bountiful, plentiful return upon them in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, kids, we just want to dismiss you tonight for our kids' life, Wednesday night. Glory to God, kids. Have a great class. Hallelujah. Thank you for our teachers. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I was uh, meditating today, and uh, I kept thinking about the faith that Jesus had to face the cross. Jesus came to give his life a ransom for many, right? And uh, on the way to the cross, he was not nervous, he was not anxious, he was not worried, and he wasn't by any means fearful. He was able to face the punishment of the cross with faith in his father and hope in the resurrection. And Jesus came to the world for a mission, right? He came to save the world and to show us God's original plan that he had for mankind. And uh, he's our example of overcoming the world. And Jesus showed us how to straighten the world out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if he could have faith for the cross, we can have faith for any trial that we may face. There's no trial or trouble that's greater or bigger than our God. Amen? Amen? And I just want to stir your faith up tonight. Go with me to John sixteen. John sixteen. And I want us to start with uh verse thirty. And I'll read it from the King James, and I'm going to read it from the Amplified. Jesus was having a conversation with the disciples, and uh, they said, now you're speaking to us plainly. And in verse 30, it says, now we are sure that you know all things. Are you sure that he knows all things? So if he knows all things, and you know him, then you know all things. Why? Because you can ask him questions. If you don't know it, you can ask him because he knows all things. You're in relationship with someone who knows all things. You're in relationship with someone who created the world. You have access that has been given to you to come in the most holy place of the universe called the, the Holy of Holies. And you can talk to God Almighty face to face. Now we are sure that you know all things, and you need not that any man should ask you. By this we believe. See, once you know that he knows all things, now you got to believe it. That's where faith comes in. Okay? That we know, we believe that you came from God. How many know that Jesus came from God? Glory to God. And Jesus answered them, do you now believe? Mm -hmm. He said, behold, there comes an hour, yea, is now come, that you shall be scattered every man to his own. In other words, what you say you believe, we're going to see if you're going to see if... We're going to put you into a test to see if you really believe what you say you believe. Oh, it's easy to to be in an atmosphere like this to say, I believe. But when you're all by yourself and no one is around, do you still believe? I mean, Daniel had to There wasn't anybody else in the lion's den other than Daniel. He had to believe. There wasn't anybody else in the fire but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They had to believe. He said, you'll be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone, and yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. Now notice what Jesus said in verse 33. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have what? Where's your peace at? In him. It's not anywhere else. He is the Prince of Peace. He owns the peace that passes understanding, and he'll give it to anybody who is in him. Okay? In me, you might have peace. What does that might mean? It means you've got to believe. When you believe it, it becomes yours. It doesn't become yours until you believe. In the world, you will have tribulation or troubles. Say, in the world I'm going to have trouble. See, Jesus knew this was going to be the most troubling week of Jesus' entire life. That he was going to face. Betrayal. The worst beating that any human being could ever endure. Persecution. Criticism to the max. Yet he wasn't worried, anxious, fearful about it at all. But, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Look at your neighbor and say, be of good cheer. Say it with a big smile on your face. Be of good cheer. What kind of cheer? Good cheer. Why? Because you know someone who knows all things, who came from God, and he overcame the world. So if you're in the world and you're facing trouble, you could ask him, how do you overcome this? Because you overcame the world, so help me overcome this. So I'm talking to you really tonight about faith for trying times. All right, now let me read this from the Amplified. I'm going to start with verse 32. He says, take careful notice, an hour is coming and has arrived when you will be scattered, each to his own home, leaving me alone, and yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. Everybody say perfect peace. Oh yeah, things are things are happening around me, behind me, in front of me, but I'm at perfect peace. I'm just dancing in the fire. In the world you will have tribulation and distress and suffering. But be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. Why? I have overcome the world, my conquest is accomplished, my victory is abiding. That's good. All right, now turn over to 1 John, chapter 5. He says, for whosoever is born of God. Are you born of God? If you're born of God, say amen. Amen. Okay? Whosoever is born of God. Overcomes the world. Why? Because you, you know the one who knows all things, you know that he came from God, and you know that he overcame the world. Right. So you're an heir, so you get you got an overcoming gene when you were born again. Yes. It it was instilled in your DNA. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Cause did you know that we all got a blood transfusion? Yeah. We were all washed by the blood of Jesus. Because that's the only thing that could deal with sin. That's right. Whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. He, Who is he that overcomes the world but he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Yes. Then you're an overcomer. Yes. You can activate Overcoming ability any time that you need to. It is is yours. It is available to you. Amen? Now I want to look at this a little bit. Go with me to John chapter 2. I'm going to read to you some things that Jesus said about some things that he was going to go through. Now I want you to put yourself in. He knew this was going to happen. It didn't take him by surprise. He was expecting it. But yet he showed no fear, no anxiety, no worry. Amen? He knew what was coming, and it didn't even faze him. He didn't even flinch. You know, he wasn't a nail-biter. In John chapter 2, verse 19... Jesus answered them, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. He had faith that no matter what trial he faced, no matter what trouble he endured, there was going to be something on the other side of that trouble. It was called a resurrection. Yeah, you can, you can t- tear this b- temple down, but in three days it's coming back stronger, better, faster, quicker. Amen? Do you realize we have to have faith in the resurrection? We're going to celebrate the resurrection this Sunday. Amen? I want you to come ready to celebrate. Hallelujah, because there's no party like a Holy Ghost party. All right, go to Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. Think about if you... Only came to this earth to die. Not just to die, but to give your life a ransom, a sacrifice for the entire world. Would it change how you live? Would it change the way you think? Would it change your perspective? All right, Mark, I'm sorry, Mark 8, Mark 8 verse 31. He began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things. Everybody say, many things. Notice that word, must. He had to. Why? That was the only way. There wasn't another way to remove sin other than the shedding of pure blood. That was the only way. Okay? Okay. And be rejected. Is rejection fun? Is betrayal fun? No. But he, he knew this. But he had faith for it. He had faith for the trial. He had faith for the test. What do you do with faith for the test? You pass the test. The only reason you have faith for a test is to pass the test. Amen? Amen? Say, I'm a test taker, and I'm a test passer. Yeah, you take it, and you pass it, and you move on. Okay? And be rejected by the elders, and the chief priests, and the scribes, and must be put to death. After three days, and after three days, rise from the dead. Amen? Amen? I want you to notice that he faces the trial with confidence. He was not going, oh my goodness, Andrew, Peter, what am I going to do? I can't believe it. But yet, how, how do we face trial? What do we say when trouble comes? You notice Jesus didn't get on the phone and call the disciples. go to mark 9:31 Mark 9:31 Because he was teaching his disciples and preparing them for the future he told them the son of man is to be betrayed and handed over to men Who are his enemies. He's not even shedding a tear. He's not even quaking in his sandals. He's not saying this with any kind of nervousness in his voice. He is not shirking away. Why? He knows God is greater. He knows God is bigger. And Trials are temporary, but God's glory is eternal. Okay? And they will kill him. When he was, and, and when he has been killed, he will rise from the dead three days later. But they did not understand this statement. And they were afraid to ask him what he meant. So they're hearing this, but yet they're not putting two and two together until after he rose. Oh, do you remember what he said? Oh, now it makes sense. Right? All right. Go to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. We're talking about faith for trials. You know, we have the same faith that Jesus has. Say, I have have. the same faith faith. that Jesus has. has. Your faith and Jesus' faith are the same because it comes from the same source. It comes from God's Word. Amen? It can do the same things. It can bring deliverance. It can bring provision. It can bring strength when you're weak. It can bring help when you need it. Amen? It can lead God and direct. It can show you... uh, uh, how to avoid traps. It can show you how to live. God wants us to live life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He left us here because He knew that we could handle it. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to step up. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to be believe. We got to act like believers. Yeah. I'm not saying that you're not. I'm encouraging you that this is what we got to do. Yeah. All right, Mark 10, verse 32. Now they were on the road to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking on ahead of them, and they were perplexed at what Jesus had said. And those who were following were alarmed and afraid. The leader's not alarmed and afraid. Why should you be? Follow the leader. Look at your neighbor and say, "Follow Follow the leader. Okay? Again. He took the twelve disciples aside and began telling them what was going to happen to him, saying, listen very carefully, we are going up to Jerusalem and the Son of Man will be betrayed and handed over to the chief priests and scribes and they will condemn him to death and hand him to the Gentiles or the Romans." They will mock and ridicule him and spit on him. He knew this was coming. He knew it was ahead, but he had faith to get through it. And if he had faith to get through it, the very worst thing that he could go through, then you have faith to go through whatever you're going to go through. Amen? They will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentile Romans... They will mock and ridicule him and spit on him and whip and scourge him and kill him. That doesn't sound pleasant. But none of the disciples said, now, Jesus, let me just comfort you. Why? He's telling them what's going to happen, but there's no fear, no worry, no anxiety. Amen? And three days later, he will rise. He was bold to declare this. All right? Go to John 13. John 13 in verse 11. Hallelujah. Notice what this says. For he knew who was going to betray him. For that reason he said, not all of you are clean. Wouldn't it be encouraging... That you're going to a dinner and you know that someone at that dinner is going to betray you. Not just someone, but someone who has closely followed you. Someone who was taking care of some of the responsibilities of your network or your organization. But yet, he knew this. He communicated this. He told this. Without fear, without worry, without anxiety, without fretting. Why? He had faith, just like you and I have his faith. You're going to look at trials from a different perspective tonight. Amen? You're going to look at them from a position of victory before they ever begin. You're going to look at them from a position of overcoming before they ever start. You're you're going to look at them from the winner's circle before you ever arrive there. Go to John, the Gospel of John, chapter 3. John, chapter 3, verse 14. See, I have faith. For trials, tests, and trouble. Did you know that the faith that you have has been tested, tried, and proven true? Say, the faith I have works. Say, the faith I have is greater than the world. Who oh, isn't that good news? Hallelujah. You've got champion faith. You've got beating death faith. You've got overcoming sickness faith. You've got faith to prosper you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. John three fourteen. Just as Moses lifted up the bronze serpent in the desert on a pole, so must the Son of Man be lifted up on the cross. He didn't start a prayer meeting. Why? He had faith for that trial. He already knew that he was going to overcome. Nothing you can have. Look, three days compared to eternity? What's three days compared to eternity? Amen? Yeah, it was hard. It was tough. It was brutal. But God's grace is greater. All right, let's read on. Verse 15. So that whoever believes in him will have eternal life. See, when you believe, you have. How many believers do we have in here? Okay. Verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son that whoever believes in him and trusts in him. Do you realize anybody can have overcoming faith? It is not for some elite group or some special club. It is for any person who believes in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. That is the starting point. And with that faith, you can overcome any test, trial, or trouble that comes your way. I thought I'd just teach this nice, but... Verse 17... For God did not send his Son into the world to judge and condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Glory to God. What a big undertaking. Okay? Verse 18, whoever believes and has decided to trust in him. How many believers? How many trusters? You trust in him. Right? He can take care of you. He can help you. Amen? Amen? Whoever believes in him and trusts in him is not judged. For the one who does not believe is judged already. Because he has not believed and trusted in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Verse 19. This judgment, this is the judgment uh, of whereby people will be judged. The light has come. Into the world, but people love darkness rather than light. See, that's the problem with the world today. We got too many lovers of darkness. The light has come, but people love the darkness. And when you love the darkness, you shy away from the light. Okay? For their deeds were evil. Verse 20. Every wrongdoer hates the light and does not come to the light, but shrinks from it for fear that their sinful, worthless activities will be exposed and condemned. I don't want to get caught. I don't want them to know that I do this. All right, verse 21, this is an important verse. But whoever practices truth comes to the light. How many practitioners of truth do we have in here tonight? You practice truth, Okay. You do what's right morally, ethically, spiritually. You come to the light so that his works may be plainly shown to be what they are accomplished in God. All right. So when we come to the light, this is how we got to be. We got to live like blessed people. The first message to man was you are blessed. Multiply, increase, take dominion, subdue and replenish. Say, I'm blessed. Say, God's blessed me. Yes. Say, I'm blessed. Yes. Say, I'm blessed. Yes. So we got to live like blessed people. We got to live like God possessed people. Yes. We've been worldly possessed, but now we got to live like we're, we're possessed by God. Amen. Come on, we got some peculiar people whom, whom, listen, God bought some real estate called Douglas Pishka. He bought it several, 40, 40 years ago. He bought some real estate in Douglas Pishka. I, I had no value, but he gave me some value. He, he, he invested in me. He bought me. And look at me now, hallelujah. This is how we got to live. We got to live like Jesus lived. He showed us how to do it we got to live like spirit-filled people. Spirit-filled means you got some power. Guess what? The world can't be spirit-filled, but you can. The world doesn't even know the Spirit. But you know Him. He's with you and in you. you got to live like you're a, a God-is-for-me person. If God before you... Who can be against you? Zip, zero, nada. That's right. Say, God is, God is for me. Let me tell you something. God is for you. Yes. He's cheering you on. He's interceding for you right now. He is sitting at the throne of God. He is interceding and praying for you. He's saying, if I can do it, you can do it. Now go do it. Yes. My goodness. We have to live like... We're a called, chosen person. How many of you are called? If you're not, answer the telephone. All you got to do is pick up the phone. Hello, Lord, yes. He's called you to himself. He's called you to do something in this earth. Amen? You're not here by accident. You're here for a mission and a purpose, just like Jesus was. Well, what's my purpose? Well, that's what you've got to find out. Don't put him on hold. Have a conversation with him. He'll tell you. (laughs) We have to live like we are victorious overcoming people. Why? The Bible says we have faith that overcomes. This is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. So we have victorious faith, uh, victorious overcoming faith. Amen? Amen? This is what we have already. Let's live like it. Let's not just think about it. Let's not talk about it. Let's do it. Amen? Okay? We have to live like we've been resurrected. Do you realize when Lazarus was resurrected, he left the tomb. He dropped off the grave cloths. He didn't keep them around for a trophy. He said he didn't show these were the cloths that I was in. No, he got rid of those things. Bartimaeus took off his garment. He he, he was ready for something new. Are you ready for something new? Then let's live like we're resurrected. It's time to come out of the cave. We have to live... Like we're righteous people. Because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You have been made right. Amen. If you weren't right before, you've been made right now. Right? Amen. We have to live like we are a winning person. We have been on the winning side. You've been picked to be on the winning team. Your team that, that picked you has not lost to any opponent. And never will. Tell me a winner. Let's live like we're winners. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Hallelujah. We gotta live like we're more than a conqueror. We've been living like we're conquered. We gotta live like we're more than a conqueror. Live like we're more than a conqueror. We are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Glory to God. We got to live like we have the spirit of wisdom. Amen. If any of you lack wisdom, what are you supposed to do? Ask. Is that too hard? I mean, God made it so easy. If we lack wisdom, all we got to do is ask and wisdom will come to you. Wisdom from God, not from the world. Glory to God. We have to live like God is on our side. You, we, we, listen, before Jesus, we were on the wrong side, but now we got on the right side. We got to live like we're, we're, God's on our side. Yeah. That means if you come up against a giant, you say to that giant, you're going down today. Doesn't matter what the giant says, looks like, or does. He's going down. Yeah. Why? You are a giant killer. Yeah. And then finally, we got to live like we're a king and a priest. God made you kings and priests, Revelation 5.10. He made you a kingdom of priests. Hallelujah. Someone said this. I don't know who said it, but faith is like Wi-Fi. It's invisible, but it has the power to connect you to what you need. Yeah. Amen. You got a power to connect you to what you need. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So go with uh, go to John fourteen twenty seven, the Gospel of John, fourteen twenty seven. And then I'm going to tell you how Jesus lives. John 14 and verse 27. Are you all doing good tonight? We're not going to be defeated anymore. We're not going to be overcome anymore. We're going to run devils out. They're not going to run us out. Look at verse 27. Notice what Jesus gave to us. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, but not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Say, say this right now. Say heart, you will not be troubled and you will not be afraid. From this moment forth. Hallelujah. All right. How did Jesus overcome the world? You know, he, he said it. I overcame the world. And he said, be of good cheer. Right? With a big smile on his face. He's saying, honey, you can do this. I did it for you. I did it to show you how you can do it. Jesus, Jesus told his disciples. He said, yeah, I came to the world, but I'm going back to the Father. Then I'm putting it in your hands. Yes. Amen? is that what he did? Yes. And and he, he had the greatest elevator ride to heaven. He was on the Mount of Olives. His disciples were around, and they saw him just go up, 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 right there. Yes. And the angel said, the same way that you see Jesus come, he's going to come back again. Yes. He's going to come back like he went up. Everybody's going to see him when he comes back. Yeah. So, how did Jesus overcome the world? He knew and did God's will, and he never detoured from it. Right. He said, I have come to do the will of him who sent me. If you want to overcome like Jesus did, do God's will. Amen. What's God's will? His W-O-R-D. That's right. The Bible. He committed to live a sinless life. How committed are you to live a holy, godly life? Amen? There was two amens on that. Y'all need to raise your level of commitment. It takes a committed life to live a holy life. Jesus was in constant communication with his father. He would get up early to pray, he would stay up late to pray, he would go by himself to pray, and he had conversations and communication with his father. That's why he's an overcomer. He kept his faith strong by staying close to God. Was Jesus tempted to waver? Yes, he was. He was tempted in all points like we are, but he said no. He walked that straight and narrow path. He didn't veer to the right or to the left. He didn't take a detour. He didn't turn around and get confused and uh, lost where he was going. From the moment he was born, from the moment he was 12, he was about his father's business, and he accomplished his purpose with tremendous grace and skill. He is the greatest success story there ever was. So if you're going to be an overcomer, you've got to be in constant communication with your father. Right? Jesus said, pray to the father in my name. He said, whatever you ask, I'll, I'll do it for you. But we've got to communicate with our father. You've got to have a little talk with Jesus. He is on the main line. Jesus trusted his father to provide. We need to trust him to provide. He trusted his father to show up. Because why? Jesus said, my father does the works. If he didn't show up, no work would get, would get done. Jesus trusted his father to deliver. To set free. He trusted his father to fill. Right? Right? Jesus breathed on his disciples and said, receive you the Holy Spirit in John 20. That wasn't even the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That was a new birth. He breathed on them the breath of life and they became a living soul. They were born again. Why? Because Jesus had to be the first one from the dead. And once he was first, everybody else could follow. That's why they were in Abraham's bosom. Everybody who died before Christ, they were put in Abraham's bosom. Why? That was the holding tank until Jesus got raised from the dead. And then he led captivity captive. Jesus trusted his father to strengthen him. Lord, let this cup pass from me. But if not, not my will, but yours be done. He he trusted God to strengthen him. He, He endured 40 days of temptation when the angels came and ministered to him. How many trust God to strengthen you? Strength is available. Those who wait upon the Lord shall be what? Renew their strength. You need your strength renewed tonight? Strength is the original renewable energy. Jesus trusted his father to rescue. He trusted his father to feed him. He trusted his Father to water him. He trusted his Father to lead God and direct him. And he trusted his Father to love him. Him and the Father were close. He said, me and the Father, we're one. Amen? Glory to God. Jesus stayed with the truth. He is the way, the truth. He's not our truth, he's the truth. Everything, he gave us the spirit of truth. He gave us the word of truth. If you want to be an overcomer, you got to stay with the truth. He worshiped God. Jesus was a worshiper. Amen. You want to be an overcomer, be a worshiper. Glory to God. Jesus pleased the father above anything else or anyone else. He pleased the father. Amen. When he he was baptized, the father said himself, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. How do you please God? By faith. You you please him by faith, by living by faith. Amen? Amen? Jesus stayed on the course that God planned for him. So many of us, we've gotten knocked off course sometimes, haven't we? not saying you're off course now. I said it happened in the past. And some are just trying to find their way. You haven't found your way yet. You got to get on course. Yeah. There's a course for every one of you that God planned at your birth. An assignment, a place of service, an activation of your gifts, talents, and abilities. God had it planned out before you were ever born. You are, you are God's divine design. Yes. He patterned you after him. Yes. Think about that. You're made in God's image and in his likeness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say, I'm like God. I'm like God. Say, I'm like, God. I'm like my Father God. And when Jesus comes back, we're going to be just like him. Yes. The glory is going to top our story. Ooh, Hallelujah. Jesus was bold to proclaim what God told him to say. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. He taught others to take over when he left. He trained his disciples. He said, boys, I'm, go- I'm retiring early. He said, but I've given you authority. I want you to cast out devils. I want you to heal the sick. I want you to raise the dead. Yeah. Amen? Amen? Do you remember when the father whose son was possessed and the spirit was throwing him into the fire and he had brought him to his disciples? Well, prior to that, the disciples were arguing who's the greatest. Jesus, Peter, James and John, they were on the Mount of Transfiguration and the three disciples got to witness Jesus in all of his glory. Right? And so they came down the mountain and there was this guy who brought his son to the disciples and they couldn't cast him out. And the, the father went to Jesus and said, Lord, if you can do something, Jesus turned it right back around. He said, if you can believe. How many know that things from God come from faith? Amen? And he said... Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. I believe, but my head's a little bit messed up. And you know what Jesus said, how long shall I be with you? Bring him to me. He fully expected for his disciples to cast that devil out. He fully expected for his disciples to rebuke the storm and calm the wind. He was taking a nap. My goodness, he was a heavy sleeper because the boat was filling up with water. You've got to be a heavy sleeper. Amen? Amen? But then they asked him, don't you care that we perish? My goodness, he's the son of God. He came to give his life. Of course he cares. But he wants us to take his name and to do his work. we got too many people sitting on the sidelines twiddling their thumbs. It's time to get in the game. It's time to have faith for trials. Jesus trusted God, committed himself into his hands without reservation. And when he was on the cross, he said, Father, into your hands. I commit my spirit. He committed He was committed to God to his last breath. He never wavered. He kept focused. And he did what God wanted him to do. And guess what? You and I can do the same thing. Amen? Come on, we can do the same thing. We're not doing it on our own. We're doing it in him. We're doing it with him. We're doing it through him. We're doing it in his name and in his power. We're not doing it on our own. We're not doing it apart from him because if we're, if we're apart from him, we're going to die. The only way that we survive is we abide in the vine. Yes. We've got to stick close to him. Yes. Amen? Amen? So let me give you these quick things. John fifteen sixteen. He said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Say, God chose me. I have appointed you and placed you purposely, planted you so that you would go and bear fruit. And keep on bearing fruit and that your fruit will remain and be lasting so that whatever you will ask the Father in my name, He may give it to you. Come on, we gotta be bearing some fruit. Amen? Verse eight, uh, same chapter, verse 18. If the world hates you, no, it hated me before it hated you. If the world hates you, you're in good company. Yeah. Glory to God. If the, world, if the world says, I hate you, says, praise God, I'm doing something right. Hallelujah. He said, verse 19, if you belong to the world, the world would love you as its own and would treat you with affection. But you are not of this world. Say, I'm not of this world. So, so don't get so caught up in what's happening in the world. Amen. I there's another world. It's called the spirit world. It's more real than the natural world. And guess what? We win. Amen. And we don't have to wait till then. We win right now. Our win is not on its way. Our win has already come. He said, I have chosen you out of the world. Glory to God. And because of this, the world hates you. Verse 20. Remember that I told you a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. But bring it on because we got faith to overcome persecution. Hallelujah. I, we've got faith to overcome criticism. We've got faith to overcome uh Accusations? Why? Because the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony silences the accuser. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got faith to overcome. We've got faith to press on. We've got faith to get up and dust ourselves off and keep going on. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Yeah. Jesus said in John 16, 28, He said, "I came from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I am leaving the world and going to the Father. So, who's left in the world? We are. But He didn't leave us unequipped. Glory! We've got the best equipment. Hallelujah! We've got the shiniest armor. Glory to God! We got the Holy Ghost. We got the name of Jesus. We've got the Word of God. We got the blood of Jesus. We got the ability to pray. We have. We are weaponized." So let's live like we got the goods because we do. And then Matthew chapter five, last scripture, Matthew five, verse 14. You are the light of the world. Say, I'm the light. I'm the light. Have you paid your light bill? Is your light on? You got the switch turned on. Amen. Amen. Clap on, clap on. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket. You are not a basket case. Glory to God. You weren't made for a basket. Hallelujah. Ain't no basket going to go on me. Praise the Lord. But on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they see your good deeds and glorify your Father. They see your moral excellence. They recognize and honor and glorify your Father in heaven. But if you're not letting the light shine, who are they glorifying? It's only when our, when we let our light shine that they glorify God. Amen. So, glory to God. Welcome to the First Church of the Overcomers. Hallelujah. You're an overcomer. The minute you got born again, you overcame. The minute you got born again, hallelujah, you have faith to overcome every devil, to overcome Satan himself, to overcome every work of darkness, glory to God, to cast out every devil from your presence, hallelujah, to commission angels that are ministering spirits that work with you, glory to God, to shake this world, to do something great for God, hallelujah, you're not too old, you're not too young. To activate that faith. That's why you need places like this. Amen. Everybody stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Maybe you need something, you need to overcome something tonight. It could be a habit, it could be an infirmity, it could be a weakness. It doesn't matter what it is. You're an overcomer. Amen. And you have faith to overcome. You have faith for the trial. You've been conditioned by God. And it is the anointing of God that destroys yokes. We're going to see some yokes destroyed tonight. Amen. When a yoke is destroyed, it is rendered useless and ineffective. You can't even glue it back together. It's shattered. It's demolished. It's broken. And you are free, free, free. Hallelujah. Now, if you need some help tonight to overcome anything that has held you back, anything that has hindered you, anything that has stopped you, maybe you're fearful of something. Amen. Well, get, grab a spirit of of non uh, uh, grab a spirit of fearlessness. Amen. Hallelujah. The lion of Judah is roaring. Amen. And if that applies to you, if anything I said applies to you, I want you to come up here right now. Hallelujah. And God's going to touch you. Glory to God. The anointing of God is going to hit you. In the name of Jesus.